0: Welcome to Two for Brew, the place where we go do all the hard work of tasting great brews in the Inland Empire so you don't have to.
1: I'm Todd Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. And this week, Todd, we went to a place called Stone Church Brewing. And they've got three locations, but we went to their Corona location. Yeah, well, Um, we
0: had a false start. We actually went to their Riverside location uh, two weeks ago. We did, yeah. we did, but
1: the, the Riverside location is brand new. It's in that uh, downtown walking area around the Mission mm-hmm. Inn, and they don't do uh, flights, uh, right. uh, not, not yet, at least. And yeah,
0: and uh, I for I for one was not prepared to sit down and buy sixteen beers.
1: so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to postpone till we could go to their Corona location. Yeah, and uh, had a really nice experience there can't wait to talk about it today. Yeah. Before um, we do that, though, let me add in that this podcast discusses adult beverages in detail. It
0: is intended for those of legal drinking age. Please drink responsibly. And if you have a drinking problem, then go to AA.org for more information.
1: Yes. And I want to give the address, too, Todd, uh, so people know exactly ah, where we're in Corona. How to find
0: Stone Church Brewing.
1: Twenty-seven eighty-five Cabot Drive, number one hundred and sixty in Corona, California. And what's mm-hmm. the name of that shopping center, Tom? Yeah, it's
0: in the Dos Lagos Shopping Center. Um, it's on the uh, the south end of the of the place on the uh, west side, about halfway down. So, um, for those who know the place on the on the uh, east side, on the back, there's a uh, Trader Joe's and a TGI Friday's. It's kind of in between those, but it's inside the mall on the west side, So, yeah. which would make no sense at all unless you've been there. But if you've been there, that helps you find it. And it's not hard to find. Drive around. It's not that
1: they, it, It's Okay, so that's kind of a posh shopping center, and I have to mm-hmm. tell you this location is it, it's upscale. It looks nice. Yeah. They put a lot of time and effort into making this a really mm-hmm. – Nice looking place that's got yeah. some really good amenities. So I was very pleased when I walked in. Yeah, uh, they've got an outside seating area that they had. You know, it's it's yeah, colder it's, now, and so it's covered, got the, so it's
0: tented, but yeah. open sides. But they had heaters, so it was not too bad that way. But super friendly people. You actually arrived a little before I did, and you were in a great conversation with some some folks sitting at the neighboring table. I will say, it was picnic tables inside. And me, of, of bad back, uh, was not thrilled with sitting on a bench. Yeah. Um, and so – and I didn't want to sit outside where it was colder. They did have some chairs out there that had
1: backs. Yeah. But, uh, no, they they, um, uh, they did have uh, seats with backs, though, against the wall. They had, like, a bar up against yeah. the wall, too, though, didn't they? Yeah, they
0: had, they had a bar – well, they had a bar-height shelf against the wall that you could sit at. Uh, seemed weird to me to, like, you know – Snuggle up to a bar and stare at a wall that was 10 inches from your face So uh, I, I imagine that most people who do that are sitting sideways So that they can talk to somebody um, And But I could have moved over there But then I would have been sitting two feet above everybody else's height Because everybody else was sitting on a bench And nobody was using the bar stools So uh, So I just joined everybody on a bench And, you know, complained a lot, basically <laughs> I know who I am I complained a lot But uh, but other than that, I mean, other than the seat back, which, again, that's my thing. I got a back. Most people go. I could care less. You know, give me a chair and give me a good beer. Right. So anyway, the theme of Stone Church is the Stone Church. And most of their beers are named uh, uh, along that same theme. They have a Eucharist wheat, a uh, mango passion fruit wheat, a redemption red, El Padre, Mexican lager covenant, IPA Epiphany IPA Mass Exodus double IPA Trinity Belgian style triple so they really they they're, they're digging in on the church aspect of their theme
1: I have an uh, issue
0: with the chastity blonde
1: I'm sorry yeah chastity, chastity blonde yeah <laughs> no it is it's a religious theme and yeah. uh you know it's for some folks that might that might bother them I, you know it's I don't know yeah well that's yeah. what I I kind of put that out they have a holy
0: smoke smoked Scotch ale. Um, you know, so they're, they're having fun with it. I, you know, I think you just take it for what it's worth. I, you know, I don't think they're trying to be offensive to anybody. Um, and, but you know, if you take offense, then, you know, just be aware. Yes. Uh, you know, but you can also just say, I want the, the wheat or, you know, or the first, that first wheat, you know, most of the stuff is, you know, the third thing on the menu, you can do that and you get the El Padre Mexican lager, you
1: know, give me the
0: Mexican lager. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, you know, uh, naming is 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 an art form, and they do. They, you know, I think they found a, a theme and a, and a and a cute way to apply it, and you know, yeah. hopefully they don't offend anybody. So, why don't we talk about beers? Um, Let's talk about the beers. Yeah. So, uh, first one out of the gate was the uh,
1: Blonde Ale that we talked about, right? The Chastity yeah, the Blonde Ale, Chastity Blonde, five point two ABV, twenty five IBU. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a light golden color. Had very minimal kind of smell to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of a light, maybe a light citrus odor to mm-hmm. it, but but it really wasn't a strong, you know, smell. Yeah, I said um, slight citrus scent. That's how I turned yeah. it. Yeah, um, a hoppy flavor, right? I thought it had a nice finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a good example of blondes. Um, I'm not a, a great fan of the blonde, though. You know, it's not it's not like a beer that I'm going to go to, but uh, I thought you know in that type of beer, this was this was a, a you know a solid representation. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I, I thought it had just a little bit of a slight bitter finish that was a little off-putting to me. Very clear beer, very pale, almost a champagne color. Um, yeah. You know, it was kind of a clean, refreshing mid-swallow. mid, mid swallow. Um, You know, it was, um, you know, it was okay. I mean, I, I thought it was a reasonably good smell, mouthfeel. The taste was, you know, a little more it, it sense of sort of that, that um, the... the the hoppiness that that i'm not i i feel like can be overdone yeah. and i but, yeah but i would say you know just as a general thing i felt like their their profile across a lot of their beers was hoppier than i tend to like um yeah. you know but uh you know it was okay i gave it a three and a half i thought it was a solid to, to stronger than solid beer yeah
1: i gave it a three um mm-hmm. i you know I, I i thought it was you know again I, maybe i would have gone higher if this was a style that i was hot on but it's not <laughs> so right it's like yeah like you said a little hoppy a little bitter you know yeah um but i thought i thought for what it is they did a good job they yeah did a good job. No, i agree i agree um yeah. next up was the el padre uh
0: mexican lager 5.6
1: yes.
0: abv 26 ibus yeah. yeah
1: now this is a style of beer that i generally like mm-hmm. and so i think i had some expectations for this one it was a very light yellow color again not much of a smell but i mm. but it did have And I'm just going to say it, kind of a slight sort of skunkiness um, Mm -hmm. that sometimes you get with uh, Mexican lagers. And uh, it was a little bit of of off-putting. I thought it was an interesting flavor, almost like a smokiness. I did not find this to be a typical Mexican beer. Um, I gave it a three. I thought it was interesting, Um, but it it didn't hit with what my expectation of a Mexican lager is. Yeah, I agree.
0: For me, the scent was scent was, again, kind of citrusy on the front end, which I think was the hops uh, similar to previous uh, to the previous beer, the Blondale, but a little less bitter. Um, uh, You know, it had a a cleaner finish to me, but the flavor profile was very similar. But typical with with Mexican lagers is sort of that little sweetness of like corn that was in it. You know, you get Mm -hmm. that, that, that sort of taste there and i didn't get any of that i didn't know you know if i were blind tasting that i don't think i would have picked it as a mexican lager i would have yeah, picked it as yeah. a mild ale or or a light ipa or something along those lines so it was interesting in what it was i gave it a three as well um but i didn't feel like it it was a huge standout uh yeah. in terms of of you know some of the uh that style that we've had other places
1: I thought it was interesting like I said for me there was like a smokiness to mm. the flavor um, and I don't know where they got that or how they got that in there I thought there's definitely something they've done that's interesting yes
0: yeah, but didn't because get that at all
1: but because I was expecting sort of more of that sweetness of a mexican uh-huh. lager I I just was thrown for a little bit so yeah, yeah uh, if if you're in, if if this is an interesting one if you want to try something different but if you're going into it thinking of a particular profile for a mexican lager I think it's different it doesn't have right. like that
0: yeah yeah i mean it it's not your typical mexican lager and and it's you know a long shot from a corona but it's it's uh, yes. which is not
1: necessarily a bad thing but, so uh, so the third beer on our list todd is a very interesting one it's a mango passion fruit wheat beer yeah. abv 5.8 I, I, ibu of 24 and you and i have had some really interesting fruit beer experiences mm-hmm. as we've been going down this this road and yeah. some some places really find out the sweet spot and some people don't. And and one of my complaints has been uh, uh, that some of them are more like a fruit fruit juice. And I'm just going to be, this is the one that I kind of marked the lowest for the day. Yeah. This one didn't, did not hit right for me. It smelled really fruity, had that cloudy wheat beer look, but for me, it tasted too much like a fruit juice. I didn't feel like I got enough of the beer. Yeah. Definitely
0: was a hazy, Um, but it was very light. It was even a lighter color yeah the, the yellow is oh, yeah. even lighter than the previous two beers they were oh, very they yeah. were very clear this was a you know a cloudy it was a hazy but it um but very very pale yeah. um and for me the fruit flavors just felt off they didn't feel like they were complimentary at all yeah. um and and uh i just i i didn't care for it um i didn't yeah. think it tasted like a you know carbonated fruit juice so much as just uh you know, a fruit and a beer that didn't seem like they went together right to me. Um, yeah. I gave it two and a half, um, and I could have easily given it two. I just was, I, I didn't care for that beer. Now, again, if you like that, if you really like the fruit and flavors and you and you like sort of a, um, I don't want to say sourness to it, but there was, you know, like the fruit was not, it, it wasn't like a a real sweet taste to the fruit either, um, you know, I mean, it, again, if that's the kind of thing you like, you might find you like that, but it just did not didn't work for me.
1: Yeah, I I just it wasn't uh, it wasn't what I was hoping for. We've we've been to places that get the balance right. I don't for me I didn't feel like the balance was right. And I, and I mm-hmm. seldom give a score that's below a two point five. So for me to go to a two, this one just really didn't sit mm-hmm. well with me. Yeah. But having said that, the next couple of beers, big thumbs yeah. up. i now we're getting to my sweet spot with these next ones. Yeah. So the next one was the maple brown ale, and mm-hmm. a six point nine ABV. And this one I I really liked. It was a dark brown color. I thought that it had kind of a slight chocolate coffee smell. Yeah. Um, Had a really strong initial flavor of coffee. And and I wrote down the word woodsy, but, you know, sometimes like when you have something that's been in a barrel, you get like that oak kind of infused. (laughs) It's funny you you say
0: coffee. I I would say if I I were going to say coffee, it tastes like bad coffee because bad coffee has been over roasted and burnt because I got a, a, a smell of burnt. Okay. When, I, when I smelled it. And then I felt that it tasted much smoother than that, but then the aftertaste was again of burnt, like ash oh, okay. almost in my mouth, you know? Oh, okay. um, that said, the drink itself I thought
1: was really good. I thought this one had a really nice finish, uh-huh. um, and I thought it was a, an interesting take on a brown ale. Um, mm. uh, uh, it was a, it had a stronger uh, profile up front. And, and one of the things we noticed here at Stone Church is that they all kind of have a more of an IPA type profile, right? right. That they've got really sort of strong mm-hmm. uh, flavors, and yeah. um, and I would say this one definitely still hit there. But I gave yeah. this one a four. I mean, I I kind of yeah. like dark. I like the the browns. I like darker beers, yeah. and I thought this was a pretty good dark beer. I, yeah, I I, I I gave it a four as well. Um, it I I thought it was
0: actually one of their stronger beers. And like I said, I, when I said ash, that made it sound like I was saying something horrible or I hated it. It just had a, it had a roasted taste to it, uh, but uh, to be almost
1: a burnt, a very heavy roasting. You're, uh, you're sensitive to that too. We've, we've this, had this conversation yeah. at other places. Yeah. You have a sensitivity to that, right? And particularly, it's on these darker ones with those coffees. Like it's, it's they mm-hmm. over over roast that coffee a little bit, and you're yeah. Well, this
0: didn't have coffee, and it had, By the way, it was called maple brown ale. I didn't get any sense of maple in this in any way, shape, or
1: form. Okay. I I will agree with you there except that maybe maybe uh, some of that woodsy was actually a maple wood. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was the wood maybe. they smoked it with. I don't know. I don't know. Um,
0: you know, cuz I mean, I di- it didn't taste like a smoked beer. I mean, they have a smoked beer. They have yeah. a smoked scotch ale. But um but this was not supposed to be a smoked beer. It was supposed to be a brown ale. So theoretically they're getting that from from, you know, their hop, you know, their their roasted um,
1: So We've gone yeah. through four beers, and two of them I've had said had kind of a smokier, woodsy kind of a mm-hmm. flavor profile. So I'm yeah. getting that from some of their beers. I and, yeah. and, and I don't and know see the first are... one
0: you said that on. I didn't get that at all, but on this yeah. one I definitely did. Um... Well, you're
1: clearly wrong, Todd. You got to listen. to me. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's, it's... Yeah, sure. But uh, no, learn I, from I, your I like elders. But... I, I like that. I like that one. I thought that was a yeah. good beer. I yeah. Thought that was a. Good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um so next up was the uh their red ale it's called Redemption Red it is 6.3% ABV um and uh, I don't see an IBU on it do you? Uh, 55 uh, I got an uh, IBU There it is 55. yeah 55 okay yeah it's on the on the website. Um yeah so that was a 55. Um you know again I thought it sort of had that citrusy almost kind of skunky smell on the front end that you get from I, uh from IPAs. Uh, you know, really strong IPAs, which I thought seemed a little out of place for a red. Uh, for a red. But um, uh, it, then it also had this weird kind of mid-chemically taste to me. And I felt like it made it, I put question mark too much tannins. I'm like, I don't, you know, tannin is something you get in wines, but that's what yeah, it reminded yeah. me of. Um I like a really good red beer, and this one, whereas the brown I thought was was pretty good example of a brown, I felt like this red just didn't cut it for me. I, it just um, The smell seemed a little off because of the, the citrusy front end. The mouthfeel was fine, maybe even a little above average, and you know, I thought the carbonation was handled well, but the, the taste and the finish were just weird to me, um, hmm. and I ended up
1: giving this one a two and a half again. Interesting. So, for for me for this one, first off, I really liked the color on this one. I thought they had a really mm-hmm. nice red color. It I had agree kind with that. of a it had kind of a slight uh, head. I didn't get a lot of of smell from this one. There wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get the uh, the smell that you got. It mm-hmm. just you know. Um and 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 I'll be honest. I I maybe I had a little bit of a cold that day. I don't. I didn't get a lot of smell from a lot of them. You know. So maybe I was a little congested. I don't know. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, and, I always have uh, my allergies, so my smell comes and goes. Right. But I
1: will tell you that this, this had a really strong flavor profile that definitely built built. And for me, I think that the the negative on this one is that the bitterness really lingered at the end. Um, Mm -hmm. I I felt like it, you know, uh, so the finish on this one wasn't quite where I would like it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I gave it a three and a half. Um, I think, I think that if they could have got that finish a little nicer, it would have been better, but I just felt like it kind of lingered in a a not a good way (laughs) yeah
0: well i i felt the same thing i just felt like and and, you know maybe it's a little unfair but comparatively we've had some really good red ales it's there are people in the area who have brewed some reds that i thought were just outstanding and i guess i was just a little disappointed i gotta say too my headspace coming in as i was a little bummed about other things going on and so when i came in that day my mood was not great to start with so i you know i got to take that into account too maybe that colored some of my my tasting on stuff but um but then I really, really like the next beer. Okay, well, tell us about the next one, Todd. So the next one up was the Santa Maria Pale Ale, six point five ABV and sixty one IBU. Uh, the again, it, you know, it had a uh, this is a pale ale, so the citrus smell on the front end, that kind of uh, strong hoppy stuff was expected and supposed to be there. But it wasn't skunky. I thought it had a really clean taste, uh, yeah. with a slight bitter finish. I thought it was an excellent example of an IPA. Again, a very light beer with a very clear um, uh, body on it. There was no haze in there at all. Um, you know, I, I I rated it pretty high on everything and ended up giving it a four. I thought this was actually one of the, the my my favorite one of my favorite beers of the night.
1: Yeah, I thought they did a really good job on this one too. I would say that that mm-hmm. that smell up front was 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 good. Like. Uh, sometimes there's, there's a a bad kind of IPA smell or whatever. This one didn't have that. It had more of that, that, uh, uh, just kind of refreshing citrusy hop smell that was good. Um, and, and it was, it was a really good representation. Um, I gave it a three and a half, but I, I could easily have given it a four. Um, I think that, yeah, that this one was a, a a pretty Uh, nice one as they go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, and in fact, just as a heads up here, too, after the Red, we're everything's either a pale ale or an IPA as we finish through here. Yeah. And, and, and this like is we said, house, th- I think. exactly, this is, that's where I was going with that, is that, you know, we kind of had said some of these other things sort of had a, a weird kind of hoppy IPA-ness to them, even in styles that weren't, we didn't expect that. But now when you actually hit the IPAs, um, they
1: they hit that well. They really yeah. do. Um, so, you you liked the Santa Maria Pale Ale. The uh, next one after that was the Covenant IPA. Yeah. 6.8 ABV, 70 I, um, IBU. And this is the one that yeah. I thought really kind of knocked my socks off yeah. a little bit in that, in that genre. I agree. Um,
0: I thought, in fact, it was interesting that this was 70 IBU and the previous one was 61. Yeah, because that bitterness usually kind of hits me at the finish of the drink, sort yeah. of on the swallow. Yeah. And I thought the second one had a much smoother finish. I, yeah. in fact, my note—I had one note. It was almost same as above with a smoother finish. I also gave that four.
1: Yeah, uh, so I gave this one a four. Um, I thought this was uh-huh. the way an IPA should be done. It was a great flavor, right. had really good balance. Uh, again, similar profile to the Santa Maria, but I mm-hmm. felt that it—it it, it was a more complete beer. It just—it mm-hmm. just they really. Had all of those components and that finish, right. like you said, was just perfect. Um, yeah, a really nice IPA. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yep. No, I agree.
1: Good job on that one. Yeah.
0: No, I it's, both those IPAs are very good. And quite honestly, had we tasted them the other direction around, I probably would have felt the same way. Um, they're, they're very, they're similar. They're very similar in their taste profiles. Yes. You know,
1: um, and uh, and I, I liked them both. So, this next one was kind of an interesting one. Yeah. Um, it's called the Atomic Whirlpool Hazy IPA, and yeah. it's a 6.5 ABV. And I was not a fan of this one, but we uh, had a third party with us at this event, Todd, at this tasting. We did. Uh, my we lovely did. wife, Erin, had joined us, and this mm-hmm. is the one that she really liked. Yeah. Like, she went back and finished it. She's like, I want that. It was nice. Yeah. Beer. You know, I
0: didn't think this one had as much smell of citrus on the front end as the other, but sour drink. I mean immediately yes. I got a sourness <laughs> to it. Very yes. very fine carbonation. Um if somebody had told me this had uh like an infusion of a of a like a sour orange or something in it, I wouldn't have been surprised cuz it yeah. it had that sourness to it. Um but again, with the fine carbonation, you almost got a juicy thing. I wasn't my bag, but I thought it was a really good example of that. I get, i didn't yeah. think it was as
1: good as the others, but I thought it was a good example of what it was. I gave it a three and a half. Okay, so I gave it a three. I think it's—I think it's—it shows some real artistry, but not my thing. It was yeah. so tart, like I, I made that yeah. puck—I made that pucker face. You know the yes. one, like yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> and, and and that's yeah. why my wife kind of looked at me funny. And then when I described it to her, I said it it. It starts off a little sweet, but then it quickly goes to this tart kind of yeah, grapefruit. Yeah. It was like biting said,
0: into a, uh, a sour – what it was, the sour parts or something, you know, or a Sour yeah. Patch Kids, you know, and you're just going to
1: yeah. go, hey, oh. <laughs> and and, and yeah. as soon as I said grapefruit, she lit up because she loves grapefruit. Yeah, and that was she, the she perfect did, description. That was yeah. exactly it. and then it. she took the sip, and she's like, ooh, and she liked it, and she finished it off. Yeah. So um, – you know, again, I gave it a three. You gave it a three and a half. I think my wife probably would have given it a four, four and a half. You know, she right. really enjoyed that one. So Absolutely. Yeah. You, and you and you I think Grapefruit sour, was the perfect, you know, yeah. perfect description. Yeah. Yeah. So right. an interesting beer. I thought I thought that was a very interesting beer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It was like a, a, the, a, the beer version of Squirt. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So. Or Fresco. Okay. <laughs>
1: So now we're on so. to the Advent hazy IPA yeah. which is a seven point one ABV Another I didn't hazy. get an IB. I did not get an IBU for this one yeah and um, uh, why don't you tell us what you thought of this one Todd
0: yeah so the uh, advent again a hazy um, uh, again you know it's funny because almost everything other than the red and their brown thus far uh, were on the uh, color color scale on the very light end this was this yep. kind of fit in there as well. Um, It had a little more citrus smell than the the Whirlpool hazy, um, uh, but I thought it was a lot more drinkable. Not sour, not bitter. It was just a nice hazy IPA. I actually enjoyed this one. Much more than the Whirlpool, just because I think what caught me off guard with that is that it caught me off guard. The Whirlpool, you know, yeah. To be honest, it's just I was not expecting that, and it was like, (laughs) you know. I think this this one coming on second sip, it was better, but yeah. yeah. Um, But the Advent, I thought was just a much more drinkable beer. I actually liked it a lot. I gave it a four. Yeah,
1: I gave this one a three point five. Um, I liked the, the hazy look to it. Um, I thought that the, the, the slight hoppiness to the smell was, was just on point. Um, it was a sweeter flavor and a nicer finish than that Atomic. And yeah. for me, that made all the difference. Having come right after that that grapefruit pucker that I had right. just had, I, I thought, okay, this is a nice, this is a good right. change, change of pace. Um, and so I like this one a lot more. Um, yeah, I, and again, a very kind of light yellow color. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was surprised at how much their beer was you know, generally pretty light, except for this next one. Uh, well, we right. did say the, the red, the brown, and the next one was a stout. They do have a stout, um, and their stout was the um, uh, oak-aged omen stout. This is a 6.3 ABV, ABV and I don't have a—do uh, you have?
1: No, no I IBU I, for this
0: one. I don't have an IBU for this one, but it's a stout, so it's not going to be— particularly bitter to start with um i thought that it smelled again burnt on the front end like to get it dark they're they're burning when they're when they're toasting they're burning and 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 that was kind of my sense but that's not what you tasted in fact it had a pretty sweet taste with a clean finish i thought it was actually a really good beer but i would not want a lot of that beer to me that would be like a dessert beer you know at the end of the night after you've had your beats your pizza and your beer and you've hung out with your friends maybe have a glass of that uh you know, assuming that you're, you're, uh, okay to drive, but, uh, so it's a, it's a heavier, yeah.
1: it's a heavier beer. It is. Right? I mean, it is. It's a heavier it beer. Is. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a really nice representation. It had those real gentle coffee notes. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any burnt flavor at all. Yeah. Um, and, um, and that, and I thought it had a really pleasant finish. Um, I gave it a three and a half, but I could easily given it a four. Yeah. And I you gave know.
0: it a three. I gave it a three overall. Yeah. Um, uh, And, again, I think part of that was, you know, I think, again, colored my mood a little bit. Maybe that's why I was smelling burnt and everything, because I was steaming when I came in, because I was just, (laughs) you know, irritated. Um, And and, and our listeners don't need to be, you know, I don't need to share with them why I was irritated. I shared it with you. (laughs) So (laughs) now we'll put uh, a new disclaimer on our show. Yeah.
1: Take Todd, take Todd's you know Todd is yeah. in a mood today. Yeah, you you so. need to
0: you need to measure the mood. But you know what your <laughs> mood affects how you're feeling and how you're tasting and everything oh, else does. too, you know? Does. And so I just want to, you know, put that disclaimer out there because you know, I was I was not in a great mood. Um, so, it got better the more time I spent there with you tasting beers and your wife yeah. and spending time with you guys and just hanging out. I felt you know. But it but that that could affect things. So, so that before, you know, all that said, yes. I thought that they finished really strong and i really like that but
1: we have a story to tell about how we, we got to taste another beer and but before we can even talk about that other beer i really have to give sort of this general overview about the place and the people right so the woman who was behind the the counter was fantastic she was so friendly and nice and was just she? took really good took really good care of us uh-huh. and you know i felt like that was really good and she was super excited when she found out we were going to be doing the podcast and i can't i can't wait to share this with her mm-hmm. for them you know very friendly and yeah. then we sat down and you hadn't arrived yet. And my wife and I started a conversation with the people at the table next to us. And they're obviously regulars that they go there. And they had a couple of small children. And uh, they have games and stuff there. And the kids were kind of playing some games. And, you know, and we just got into a conversation. They were so friendly. Yeah. They just sharing their perspective on the place. And, and so we had that going on. And then at the end, when, we, when it was ready for us to go yeah. close out.
0: Sitting our past, on the other side of the room, not involved in any of the other conversations or not even knowing who we were initially. Yeah.
1: More we friendly go, people we go to pay our bill and we start up a conversation with two guys sitting at the bar, right, and they get super excited when they find out about the podcast and one of them in particular is just like a big big fan of stone church and yeah. as we're going through what our experience has been, he raises an issue and he says, "Did you try this Valhalla farm ale? It's a bottle of beer you can only it's they don't do it's not on tap or anything. you yeah. have to buy the bottle it's bottle aged." Yeah, bottle aged twenty five dollars yeah. a bottle, and we're and like, and they've uh, got these
0: bottles; they're the size of a wine bottle, and they're sitting yeah. in a wine rack. And so, to get it, she literally leaves the bar, walks out into the main part of the room, over to these these big wine refrigerators, opens a door, and pulls out a bottle. Yes. So now, finish the story.
1: So, so you know. <laughs> Because it's not on tap, and because you can't get them in the taster size, and it, and it, and it was we didn't recognize it was on the menu because it's kind of in small print down the bottom. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, it's a separate you know. place. So they've actually got it actually highlighted, but it's at the bottom of the, the yeah. menu, and we just kind of, you know, we went down the menu and picked, uh, uh, you know, good sampling. of I think we picked almost everything, not yeah. at least that they had on tap that night. Um, so, the, so this guy yeah. who
1: we don't who just met, we don't really know him, says, "Well, you have to try it," and he, he turns to the, the 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 server behind the bar, and he says. Put it on my tab and give them a bottle.
0: Exactly. I'm
1: like, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. Oh my goodness, thank you so yeah. much. I mean, so kind. What, what, what generosity? So, yeah. Who does that? You know. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, when we got home later, because we didn't, we didn't, yeah. we were ready to leave at that point. But when we got yeah. home, we we cracked that baby open and we, yeah. we each had a glass. And we, at that point, your your daughter was also. Yeah, there. I was going to say actually,
0: it was the the following day, wasn't it, or a day yeah, or two I mean, later? It but, but, but we, we got. It. Yeah, we got together, we tried it, and we shared it with uh, with uh, my daughter, Jensen, who's been a guest on this show, yeah. and, uh, and we all had a glass, and I got to say, you know, it was pretty good. Um, they said that this is sort of their signature beer, and, you know, unfortunately, because of the way they package it, I don't know that a lot of people are even ever going to get a chance to try it, which is yeah. a shame, because it is an interesting beer, um, you know, that said... You know, I ended up giving it a three and a half overall. It's it's It was a good beer. I don't know that I would. And, and quite honestly, I think a little bit of that was colored by the fact that you have to buy a 750 milliliter bottle for 25 bucks. Yeah. And so it's like, it's good, but I'm not going to go get a glass of this because you can't. You have yeah. to buy a $25 bottle of it every time you want some. So um,
1: it's a strong ale. It
0: right? is. I mean, it is. 9.2 go, this...
1: ABV. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't get the the strong alcohol kick. Like no. I didn't feel like I was drinking for the alcohol. No. I think it's just when I say strong, I'm talking about it's it's got a really nice strong flavor profile. Oh right. Uh, uh, it's you mm-hmm. know it's this sort of unique special release beer that you only get in the bottle. Yeah. I thought it had a really nice head on it. Uh, 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 yeah. It was where all the other ones had been sort of that more golden yellow color. This one was uh, kind of heading more towards a darker. Yeah. You know, towards it an wasn't amber. Dark, Towards more, an yeah, amber towards color, the amber. yeah. They yeah. call it a
0: farmhouse ale, and I get that sense, that it was just a heartier beer. Yes. You know? like I, like, I would you be know.
1: interested to know more about the, the the process of making this particular beer, because I feel it right. felt and tasted different. Like, when mm-hmm. we talked about the, the general impression of their beers, that they all kind of fell in a, a, a more narrow category of, of an IPA-type profile. Yeah. Right? This one did not. I right. Like this You're one was, right. Yes, yeah, This, this, this one... was, a, this was a standalone different from the others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And in that sense, I really liked it a lot because some of the other beers of a similar, um, uh, you know, uh, family of beers, you know, um, like the Blondale that we had on the front end, the Blondale yeah. was a much lighter beer that just didn't, it was not as, um, uh, fulfilling as this farmhouse ale was, you know, it wasn't, yeah. uh, as hearty a beer, um, and, you know, but it didn't have that, that citrusy front end on it, It, but it had a really just, a, it was a good, solid, drinkable beer. It yeah. It was... Um, uh, but $25 in a bottle. $25 a bottle. So, <laughs> not you know, not, not I, on yeah. the tap. Not something yeah. you
1: can just, yeah. you know, here give me a little taster.
0: Yeah. And to back things oh. up a little bit, too, by the way, we talked about sort of they had games and stuff and, you know, typical bar entertainment and, and they talked about the thing. They don't have food. But right on the front door, they've got the phone number and menu for a pizza place that is just down the street so uh you can go get pizza and or you can actually call and have it delivered and it will um and it'll show up right there so you've got food local and you don't have to worry about uh and you don't have to worry about the uh you know, you, you can get pizza and stuff. So what I'm saying is you can have pizza and beer. And I thought this farmhouse sale would be great with that, except that it's going to cost more than the pizza. By the time you buy this beer, it's going to cost quite a bit more than the pizza. Um, and there's some other beers that I think would probably be better pizza beers. Uh, if you're going to spend that money, you probably want to just enjoy that beer by itself and not have, uh, you know, a bunch of pepperonis and, and spicy foods uh, distract you. But that it would be a great pizza beer as well. Again, Stone Church Brewing is uh, in Corona, California, the Dos Lagos Shopping Center. It uh, They had quite a few beers. We went through all of them and liked them a lot, um, uh, especially on the, the back end. The IPA stuff was just excellent. Um, uh, and so we uh, urge you to go check it out. Give them a shot and see what you think. Uh, just a reminder as well that our podcast is, uh, we discuss adult beverages in detail and it's intended for those of legal drinking age. Please drink responsibly. And if you think you have a drinking problem, go to aa.org for more information. Uh, and we hope to see you again on our podcast soon. Check out our other shows on the Shack Bat Network. Generation Tech is two guys talking tech for, uh, you know, 90 minutes or more on um, Mondays. And our two-minute tech drops three times a week. And those are literally two-minute segments talking about how to use your technology better. And on that, we will call it a day. Thank you so much for listening. Two for brew! That's how I like my dear. Here with you! That makes it two for brew! Too for brew! That's how I like my beer. Here with you! That is too for brew.